so we just need to go back to our roots that's all that we need to do we just need to be natural and when i say natural natural is going back to your roots Welcome to Mindful Businesses presented by Sarani and I'm your host Vidya Iyer. In our podcast we bring to you brands which are mindful in their practices and processes. A mindful business adopts and employs sustainable social, economic and environmental practices. We continue to showcase some of the brands from India and today we have with us Anamika Sengupta and Biplap Datta of Almitra Sustainables. being earth conscious a step towards coexistence welcome anamika and bipla hi vidya <laughs> one of the major pollutants at least in the indian context are the festivals that take place year round in india may it be holi the festival of color there's water pollution there's water wastage and um the colors which could be toxic or the festival of lights diwali the fireworks cause air pollution and noise pollution or ganesh chaturthi the festival celebrating the hindu god ganesha there we have uh, colors and materials which are used to make these idols which are almost um 20 foot tall um and are immersed in the water what do you think these festivals due to that environment i mean they are a required part of the culture what is your take on it actually when we talk about this festivals i think that the way it was supposed to be celebrated it is not because if you see culturally uh, like even the ganesha the ganeshas are made of pop right actually spiritually religiously whatever it is it was not supposed to be a plaster of paris make at all it is supposed to be something related to the soil which goes back to the soil so you have already defied the whole thing and then like you know to be cost conscious and able to celebrate more and um, the sanctity of the thing is actually lost so that it's not serving the purpose at all when it comes to the religious and spiritual side and uh, damage said it's too high but uh, there is a conscious crowd now and people are getting aware and people are going towards um, environmental friendly ganeshas you must have heard a lot about it like you know the nowadays people are also having ganeshas which goes back to the uh, maybe the pots you are your small ganeshas uh, and things grow out of it like there are seed ganeshas but there is an aware crowd because uh, now there is nowhere to go uh that's why we talk about coexistence always that coexistence is uh, uh not an option it is the only option which is left yes even even when we talk about holi and the colors it was never these toxic colors if you go back to your roots it was always natural colors and uh, the dyes that you make at home so we just need to go back to our roots that's all that we need to do we just need to be natural and when i say natural natural is going back to your roots so all these religious practices and everything falls in place because it was never unnatural to do this so we have now adopted a natural ways of even celebrating something which was so natural how did you come up with the idea of or the concept of almitra almitra uh, the parent company is uh, almitra tatva which is a baby wearing company so that started with uh, me having a baby <laughs> so we make baby wraps So my first rap came from US and uh, I like traditionally culturally uh, we are so much into baby wearing in India you know it was my first rap coming from US made me a bit surprised because we did not have uh, many rap companies uh, when I searched in India So when you say rap what is it 
It's something to huddle the baby in or bundle the baby you up. You wear in. your baby, something that you tie your baby close to your body. Yeah, baby wearing is a very important milestone of attachment parenting, natural parenting. Like how breastfeeding is, uh, similarly baby wearing is a very important milestone of um, baby's development. And that's when I started making uh, wraps in India and I was very close to the weavers of India wherein sustainable lifestyle comes as a very basic and natural way to them. And uh, as uh, my son knew as he grew and uh, we always say me and Biplup we always say that when he got his first tooth that's when we started thinking about more sustainable options we never wanted to put that plastic toothbrush in his mouth because uh, we didn't want anything plastic in his life to be very frank because he was getting raised in a very natural way and we were learning from his natural cues and we never wanted to do anything unnatural in his life and that's when we like three years back I wouldn't even know that a bamboo toothbrush existed and now we are making one so it was all from him actually his needs and that made us uh, you know take this steps how old is your son now he he would be 6 in uh, march everything of almitra started once we have new in our life almitra tatva started uh, because uh, we want to baby wear him because before he was born i was a like i am from a traditional baby wearing background my grandmom used to go to work baby wearing me for me it's a very very something very close to me when i was small it was like that okay if she would not have wore me maybe there was a chance of maybe i would have survived or i may not have survived so it was and that relationship grew the bonding, bonding grew very intense and i love my grandmom more than my mom so there's always a a very like soft feeling towards it and i have been like I've heard stories like okay when you were small your grandmom used to go to work carrying you like this one side you one side your food and all your like diapers or things like that nappies nappies yeah. so it was very very close to me so before neo was born so i told her that okay once we get a baby we going to i'm going to wear him so when he was born then we try to find thing then as she told that it in india nothing was available but as a country uh, in our culture uh, we have been baby wearing so let, let's say for example if you go to tea garden let's say northeast or south you like you always find people plucking up tea uh, tea leaves with their baby in their back so we were very surprised uh, then how almitra was started and as neo was growing up we travel a lot like beaches mountains so everywhere we went we never found a place which doesn't have plastic waste and it was like every year he was growing and the plastic waste was growing more than him like exponentially so then we thought that okay what we can do because we want to give him a world which will be more natural and things so we thought that okay let's start something which will really help uh, the newer generation or the so that they can have a world which is natural not plastic again that was one of the thought uh, behind starting almitra sustainable what does a sustainable product mean to you for us it's very simple which is natural and which will go back to nature as simple as that anything which is after let's say which will be thrown or which won't be in use or which uh, after its life is lifespan is over it won't stay which will go back into nature that that's the simple concept of sustainable product for us 
Can you talk about the origin of the name Almetra? Oh yes, I love to talk about it and there's a story behind it. So, I am an ardent uh, follower of Khalil Gibran. He's a he's a Lebanese um, philosopher writer. So, there is a book of his, a very famous book called The Prophet. Mm-hmm. and wherein there is a girl called Almitra who asked the maximum questions to the prophet so i had decided long back that if i have a son he will be neo and if i have a daughter she'll be almitra so neo was born and so was almitra and i've raised them together they are both of the same age now so it's almitra and neo so that's where the name comes from so we have to question the status quo right now so what are the products that you carry do you design the products or do you curate products and sell them no we design most of them because of uh, like even we need to see how efficient they are and how workable because uh, s- uh, sustainable products though they are basic but still there is a lot to do now because uh, uh, like you know certain things don't work according to the uh, modern systems i can give you an example like we have coir pads those are scrubbing pads these are a substitute to your regular scotch brides that you use so if you see our coir pad you will see that there is a stitching which goes all around so that's designed according to the new sewage system because we used to use coconut coir like a lot of years back we used to use it so it used to have um, uh, the pipes used to be big and like you know even if you are using a coconut coir it used to like pass away if you see there are coir pads they don't disintegrate they are stitched together so even you are using a coir it is not disintegrating and getting uh, stuck correct so that's where designing uh, comes into picture because we need to make it efficient according to the uh, modern systems as well so that people accept it more and it is doable as an organization we say we are a sustainable lifestyle product most of the product we design and they are tested at our house so you understand that because nowadays uh, the consumer has changed today's consumer has a lot of expectation when you give them a product so they they want the product to be more than useful Mm, let's say for example uh, the newest of the product that we have made right now it's a old school bamboo razor and being very honest to the newer generation which comes to see our product they are amazed no the bamboo razor so you have no blade no no it requires a blade but it required doesn't it's not a disposable it, one it, yeah. it doesn't require that plastic cartridge Cart- blade cartridges okay it requires that the old, old fashioned old fashioned single blade where you put and you take the screw out right right yeah right. which like i have seen my father my grandfather doing it it's a, it's a, like a zero waste uh, razor so now when the newer generation when they come to see that product in our different different uh, venues or they come to our store there is no connection with that product and this generation they can't relate to it maybe because of too much of advertising too much of marketing about non sustainable product that sustainable thing is wiped out from their mind i've seen people they come they can't even relate to the, the they don't even know what it is they don't know what it is a lot of people uh, they they also feel that it is a discovery <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah discovery uh, it feels sad also that people they can't even figure out it's a coconut coir or not 
that that's the thing so so a natural product which is of coconut coir which is there there are a lot of people who come to us and they feel it they touch it but i don't know that it's coir but though it looks absolutely as like, coir like so there's a, so much of gap even to see a natural product which exists like in 24 by 7 and when i'm talking about mumbai coconut exists like everywhere everywhere so still there is a, so much of gap between that natural product and the consumer today mm-hmm. so which we which we were not aware but we were now so amazed about it it's come like that okay what where we are living and where we are heading what background do both of you come from were you guys entrepreneurs or just environmentalists to you know even to think of these products you should have had some exposure for instance the uh, coir scrubbers or the wrap so what prompted you to come up with all these products there must have been some influences in your life some experiences in your life which helped you create these products about our background uh, we both have been entrepreneurs since our childhood like we both have been selling something or the other since our childhood like i have been selling stickers she used to sell crackers in school and things so we all we non environmental uh, stuff we used to do that yeah, yeah. but uh, we have been like entrepreneurship as a as a skill or like as a bent toward doing something of your own was there since we were kid and about the product I, anamika she, she can tell you more about yeah so as i said earlier that um, i was into it i was working with it giant and uh, i had a very long tenure of uh, a corporate background completely and a recruitment background actually when neo happened things changed you know it the corporate world hits you suddenly you know you hear tales about uh, sexist organizations and they don't treat a woman well but then you feel that's not my story you are at a very senior role and you feel that's not going to happen to me so i always say that when i went back to my desk my desk looked different uh, there was a lot of uh, what do you say a lot of responsibilities from my desk which had gone and so was my job when i joined back from the maternity period and uh, things had changed yes i was was a victim of layoff from my company and uh, uh, so your creative enzymes are very high when you or uh, that's what i believe in your creative enzymes are very high when you are creating a baby and you also get a lot of me time at that time because you have nothing to do you are just pinned down right you so that was the time that i was thinking about myself and what i need to do and uh, a lot of people tell me good that you got laid off and you started your own business it was like something which happened good for you but no it should not happen to anyone anyone because they assume that uh, being a woman i'm not a primary owner for the house i am not uh, the person who i might now that i have a baby i might taken off and be there so uh, be at home i mean that's when i started almitra and so we do have a corporate background even he has a corporate background because he had a recruitment agency as well and uh, then we got this hit of corporate world and uh, when new happened to us i think our world completely changed because uh, that was the only time that we both decided that this is the only time we can be natural because we had never 
seen anything as natural as a new infant baby and we still have it as a thumb rule that we are still learning from him and not teaching him anything because he is so natural and every child is and we need to learn from the natural cues and i think he was a kind of a guiding light for us so if we have uh, gone and learned any expertise in this no but if we have followed our heart yes what we wanted to give was a plastic free world to the newer generation and we just went where the tide is in fact when we started almitra sustainables uh, we never thought that it will have such an overwhelming response But that way we are quite laid back people we don't want to rush we, we don't, don't want, want to, to attack hurry. markets yes yeah. and even with the young crowd the response was so overwhelming and we thought that okay you know what was our plan our plan was okay we need to do a lot of awareness we need to go to the crowd and talk about conscious buying we need to talk about conscious living but i think everything just manifested i think the intention was there and it just like you know uh, we we were shocked to be very frank because we didn't know what to do with the response with the people wanted to talk to us people wanted to connect to us youngsters coming up and it was kind of a, a revolution which was happening suddenly and we really didn't know how to when, when people see us from outside if they go on our uh, instagram page or uh, we look very organized like you know thought like you know properly thought and doing things but we are not because we are still in a very reactive mode we are not in a planning mode still so things are just happening to us generally aesthetically i think i have an inclination from my mother because she is a very creative person so maybe that was always there so that's why the wraps and even the designing of the products like you know i know exactly how it should look like how it can be appealing but at the same time keeping the sanctity of the product not making it too commercial because like a lot of people they tell me okay you know your brushes they look all the same why don't you add blue green red and i say we are nobling in my house we write names uh, behind the brushes like you know so we can do that these are simple things because we don't want shortcuts shortcuts will again make us uh, go back to that something which is un- unnatural so okay say i have i want to have an almitra day how would i go about my day okay. using different almitra products okay so let's say morning you start your day with your bamboo toothbrush and bamboo tongue cleaner you take a shower with a sustainable cold process soap which is free from uh, palm oil then you can have your your shower with the soap and the natural loofah then you can have your breakfast in the coconut bowl with a bamboo spoon then you can wash the coconut bowl with a coconut coir scrubber you can head back towards your work carrying your straws carrying your day to day products in our tote bags which is made of uh, textile waste textile waste and uh, like cotton and natural fabric then you can take a break have juice with the copper straw or a bamboo straw or a steel straw then you come back home relax uh, yourself uh, with uh, taking a dip in your bathtub with the bath salts and then you can use uh, our oh, body brush soap. as well mm-hmm. and you can use the bath salt for massaging your whole body and scrubbing your feet as well to relax your senses then you can use the laundry brush or the multi purpose brush to clean your clothes or your kitchen table or your walls and lastly you can write a note uh, with our paper pencil 
saying good night i think that will take care of your whole day that's awesome you can have a whole almitra day tell our listeners how you come up with the ideas for these products how you design them how you test them how you make them uh, we we that one thing we are working from last couple of months is a very simple product but we have seen like a guitar pick mm-hmm. now let's say when so how let's say when you ask us how we uh, design or conceptualize our product is that maybe one fine day we get up and i'm thinking about a product now i analyze the market so everything is happening in the head so nowadays how how we came to this product we analyze that nowadays everybody picks up a guitar somewhere in your lifetime either you play or you don't play i can tell that 3 to 6 months nowadays everybody picks up a guitar and it's there so let's say for 3 to 6 months at least in an average uh, you will be using 5 to 6 plastic guitar picks so now so when you put it in a whole indian population just of, of india it comes to a huge number so right now what we are working on we are working of guitar picks uh, made of bamboo uh, it's on trial stage we have given to few musician as well to play it out and things like that it had worked out but still we want to get the right perfection so that it can fulfill the expectation of everybody and and replace the plastic yeah, and replace the plastic and it's it, it can it cannot be a compromised uh, solution it has yeah, to be an absolute one yeah so it it is made of bamboo and it is very simple and like for that product again you don't require that much of artistic skill or not not that That a complication. Not so like a, machines as well. Yeah, yeah, it's a simple triangle made of wood. So where are your products made? So we work pan India. Like uh, for example, for our choir, we work with the government choir clusters directly. So we work with the Kerala choir cluster right now. So every state has a choir cluster, but we work with the Kerala one. So as I said, that I used to work with weavers. So we, uh, my weavers were from different parts of India. so that's how actually we could like you know reach and uh, release uh, uh, work units a project basis because we are not people with deep pockets and we don't have like working units everywhere but we do lease out units and project basis we work so bamboo of course uh, like we all know that we are the second largest bamboo producer right in the world after china india is the one what we lack is uh, highly technological machines but i think we are coming there but we have a lot of artistic skills we have a lot of hand skills so we are utilizing that right now So consumers nowadays are looking for authenticity and genuineness in the products. How do you assure that your products are authentic? They say what they are and how do you communicate that authenticity to your consumer and make them believe that yes with all the different products? Because uh, firstly uh, most of the products are natural. Okay. Mm-hmm. So when you talking about authentication uh, there are very or very like very few things which are not uh, when you say you can't feel it uh, where you have to put across a, a certificate let's say when you talking about metal straws we have a certificate it's our metal straws our steel straws are 304 yeah so for certain product the certificates which are required those are there so now when it's when it's a coconut product it's a it's a simple coconut product it's obvious it is it is of certain things are obvious for certain things i don't required like to prove or to make the because that is very much understandable okay. like like so for let's say for the bristles so nowadays the consumer asks for that thing for not for everything the consumer asks there are like few basic things which are let's say come into like health and hygiene and for certain things which is a uh, certificates are required all those things have been sorted out 
so bamboo is a pure simple bamboo and we work with artisan directly so that thing has been taken care of so certain things like no child labor certif like fair trade where it is required product which required certificates like like bristles toothbrush bristles which required certificate that is there like when you talking about steel straws where people ask that okay is it a 304 food grade that certificates are there so things which are required it's been there like our soaps we don't use palm oil so so even we put the ingredients or everything so we have, like believe in transparency so which is there with us it is totally the same info is given if the consumer asks okay what are you using so that the same info is given to the consumer so there is nothing like which we hold back to ourselves setting that okay i can now share the this info with you in fact we started with nylon bristles and that time i think we were one of the f- first few companies who came ahead and said that the bristles are nylon bristles though they are nylon four which is biodegradable under laboratory conditions but we cannot maintain laboratory conditions at home so please plug them up just your handle is just biodegradable not your bristles and you need to take care of your own plastic because if i do a hogwash and say that this whole thing is biodegradable then the whole thing might go in compost and your nylon will still remain there because you each person has to take care of their own plastic so when i say that okay plug them up and then you recycle it you find out what you need to do of your plastic but your handle is biodegradable so that's how we had always maintained our transparency right from the beginning we were so clear about what our products are and they are properly marked and everything is actually every product the story behind it and what is used is all 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 very clear in even in the packaging i think the products speak a lot so you have a lot of products which are bamboo and and some which are wood how do you assure that the wood that you use is not from ancient forests or from endangered forests we don't have wood actually we barely have anything which is wood and in wood we have uh, used only neem which is a fast growing uh, thing which is actually made from cultivation so we uh, we don't have various vendors for it so we just have only one supplier of that wherein we have uh, th- that the particular wood uh, the wood is made for cultivation for 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 this kind of purpose but rest i think we have barely used wood anywhere because the Most maximum products are bamboo and coconut coir maximum and bamboo as we all know that it is a fast the fastest growing grass so yeah so all our products actually maximum products are bamboo so sustainable living requires a lifestyle change a change in attitude and mindsets how or what can be done and what practices can a consumer adopt for a sustainable lifestyle i think which i uh, said even earlier that we just need to go back to our basics and that's very very simple you just don't even have to get inspired by anyone you just need to go inwards you just need to be natural like um, when there are two things one is we speak about our own health and wellness and then we speak about environment just concentrate on your own health forget the environment for a while just be natural to yourself the moment you put any unnatural thing inside your body you're actually harming the environment you are so tuned with the environment you are a part of the environment so anything unnatural that you do to yourself that can be even uh, eating junk <laughs> uh, using uh, you know all this um, wrappers and you are using all this fast food from there and processed food so anything anything unnatural you do 
it's going to harm the environment i put a plastic toothbrush which is so carcinogenous the first thing in my mouth if i put a uh, plastic toothbrush i'm harming myself first and of course 10 times more i'm harming the environment so we just need to be natural to ourselves so do you, so do you have a physical store yeah we do have now yeah we have it in um, navi mumbai we have it in in orbit mall navi mumbai it's kind of contrasting like you are a conscious brand and there yeah, it's a hyper consumer hyper consumer exactly. environment exactly. and that that's what was so thrilling for us because we do so many conscious markets all the time and this uh, space is actually uh, won by us in a contest and it's a free space uh, like you know kind of a support that mall is giving us and uh, we were so happy because all the time uh, we are surrounded by conscious crowd and here was our challenge to be there right amidst the hyper buying crowd and talk about sustainability and that's when we actually wanted to see where we stand and uh, surprisingly the response there has been so good and there are a lot of people it's it's just not about buying products there are so many people there who just come to talk about it know about it so i would say that it's just not a shop but also kind of an awareness center wherein you know people bring their kids to see natural products and they tell them see this is a bowl which is made of coconut so it's it's, it's a fun place i think we needed that impetus thank you anamika thank you biplap for coming on my show and thank you for all the awareness and the wonderful products that you create our best wishes to your son Thank, Thank you, you so, so much, much, Vidya. <laughs> you have a nice day too. If you're a creator of a mindful brand or would like to recommend a mindful brand to be featured on our show, send us a message on our Facebook or Instagram page. We recorded this podcast at Radio Wani Studio in Mumbai, India. Tatum Gale composed the music for this podcast. This is Vidya Iyer for Mindful Businesses.